previously on Beautiful Mind Podcast. And I just said, God, I just need to know that you love me. I didn't go to church. I wasn't going to church. I wasn't, like, I was, like, I was a shell. Do you understand? Like, despite everything that is going on. And I remember I fell asleep and, and God said, I will cover your shame. Welcome to this new episode. This is part two of Unashamed, Tommy's journey from addiction to redemption. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for joining with her. In this episode, Tommy shared how she was able to express her thoughts to God through the process of journaling. And she just like encourages you to keep a journal. She has a message for somebody that has a similar past. If you know somebody that has had a similar past and is just looking for a way to move forward. I think it's a more relaxed version of part one but still very enjoyable thank you for listening and if you enjoyed this podcast please don't forget to rate like subscribe tell a friend send me an email send me a message i'd love to hear from you so music was something was a way that god now started to speak to me because when i couldn't pray it was the music that would help like i'm not you know because there's there's a lot of christian music different genres i mean i love rock like i have a lot of my favorite music like christian artists are in like so like soft rock and like different things because you know people think you have to be like this uh, girl nah you know but better i mean better worship but so you know i have different but god would use certain songs to help me communicate and just help like break me down literally saying god also taught me the importance of writing which is something that i still struggle with because i'm like if i'm writing that means that i have to actively deal with my emotions and it's hard it's hard because (laughs) when you're writing it's like you know when you're just thinking you can choose to just like not think and just put things in a box but when you're writing you have to like be actively pouring out your emotions and telling God exactly you have to be present so writing is something that helps I'm going to read out um, so I have a journal um, and there was this time Omilola um, she wrote the richer woman she did like this father's daughter's challenge and it was just like so the I think she still has a blog about it so if anyone wants to do it there was a 21 day um, challenge just to kind of help you get closer to God and the first thing so I have my day one I would read my day one and day two just to kind of show and these things broke me because I was like, oh my God, I have to deal with all these things. So um, I think the first day was kind of like, who is God to me? And, you know, at first I was writing like very generic things. Like, oh, he's the one who created the world. He longs to have us reconciled to him. He's powerful, merciful, and kind. And that's all God. But I knew that God wanted me to go deeper because there was no way that I would grow, you know, if I didn't confront certain things. So I said, dear father, how are you? My name is Tommy Lola, but I'm sure you know that already. I don't really know you, but I would like to get to know you. I know of your mighty works and I know how powerful you are and how jealous you are over me. But I really haven't spent much time knowing you. Still a struggle. (laughs) What you like versus what you don't like. What your plans are. I have always felt a bit disconnected to you because I didn't have the best father-daughter relationship growing up and I was afraid to approach you. I thought that you didn't love me so I tried to find love elsewhere. Now I realize that it is only out of love that you created me. I thought I had to be perfect but nothing I can do can ever end your love. You are just love. I have lied, stolen, cheated, aborted, masturbated, fornicated, smoked, drank, excessively gossiped, so much more that I have done. But I can still approach you, so I say thank you. I love you and look forward to our relationship. Your daughter, Uluwato Milola. So, 
Um, <laughs> then let me read it. So, um, so there was something about the lotus flower. So Omilola, she she gets analogies from God, um, and that's one of her gifts, which you know it's amazing. Um, so. Um, so I think here God was actually speaking more to me and I said dear father okay so time to share your past to me something God has been telling me literally since like March but you know listen that's why you're here girl yeah. because this disobedience of his toes is so hard <laughs> okay dear father I thank you for the growth that you have made available to me I remember when I, I was so broken and felt useless after the abortion I thought there was absolutely no way that you could use me told me and then this was God to me told me are there situations in your life when you just call upon Jesus because you know what he can do without acknowledging um, other pieces of the puzzle i.e. is it time for him to step in are you asking for direction um, and then I had to you know write who am I as the father's daughter I am redeemed I am loved I am beautiful I am protected I am light I am chosen I'm the salt of the earth I'm a precious jewel I'm a vessel of the most high um, I have access to my father. I'm a powerhouse. I'm precious. So it was very. Oh, and last one, last one, and then I'll stop. So for day three, I had written, "What does a relationship mean to you?" Because this is something that, oh my gosh, like I'd spoken earlier about, you know, had had just been a struggle with me. Um, what does a relationship mean to you? These are questions that God was asking me. What are your basis for a relationship for you? Why the need of relationship? Why are you scared of building a relationship with God? And then I had written, my understanding of a relationship has always been that I have to give something in order to get something. And for the most part, that has been my body. For the longest time, I thought without the physical aspects, there was nothing that would make my partner stay and it would wreck me each time something didn't work out. It is very baffling to me to process the fact that God doesn't need anything from us. Instead, he is the one that gave up his precious son and all we have to do is believe. So... Yeah, that's I mean and you know I have a bunch more things I have written but writing and you know listening to listening to um, Christian songs they really helped me in my routine like I said now I'm at a point where it's time to mature and you know there's a lot of discipline and it's the grace of God but like I said I know that I'm called um, to share my story and to connect and I believe sometimes I don't know how how God you know like looks at me as a worthy person but I do believe that there's a lot of healing that needs to be done and there's so many people so many women in particular that are struggling with so much you know some things that I've said and I know that it's time to mature so I've had people um, prophesy over my life and I've had certain gifts um, that I know that I have but right and i think that so not even necessarily looking at it as a routine but in any relationship in your relationship with god god will take his time when you are growing in him he will be patient with you to overcome certain things but then there comes a time when you have to grow and so now i think you know speaking this out is just making me realize how how much yeah like you know how much like how like it's just time for me to mature and i know that you know god will help me but that's that's pretty much what's helped me you know i, I hope to continue writing i hope to continue being able to connect with god in these ways that i know already but i know that reading the word obviously because god i mean the word became flesh so no matter how you want to put it you cannot read the word through your pastor or through a devotional they're helpful they are but if you don't if you don't sit down with the word there's no way that you'll get to know god like in spirit and in truth he's truth the word became flesh the holy spirit helps us so 
if you even try to read the word without the the aid of the Holy Spirit here on your own, but that's where I am now, to be honest, is I've come to a T-junction. <laughs> and to the left of me is... I can choose to continue remaining in this small bubble, you know, writing, you know, some days I'm on fire, some days I'm, you know, I'm just, just hanging. I can choose to go to the right and surrender, which is something that is so difficult and let God, you know, take over and be disciplined about getting to know him. And so that's been my prayer as of late is God, just give me that desire, like the desire to know you and just be with you and walk with you i know that there's a lot that is coming in my life but you know that's why i'm hoping that my spiritual routine will get to and that's the desire for me now is it's just time for me to make that decision and keep growing with god I totally can relate to this girl. I love the fact that you read stuff from your journal. I have a journal too. I don't know if I can read anything out of it. Because I'm still struggling with just being vulnerable and just opening up yourself. No, well, it's still a struggle. Even sometimes you're talking to God and I feel like it has to be late in the middle of the night if I can tell God how you because I feel like, okay, maybe somebody's going to hear me. <laughs> it's just me and you, God. I'm like, okay, God, I can be honest about this. This is how I feel. I'm struggling with so many things. But it's nice knowing that... God can hear you anytime. I mean, you don't have to wait. You can share your journal like Tommy. You can talk to people, talk to God, and about the music too. Yeah, I grew up loving music. And I know I still struggle with music. But I know that whenever I want to get into the atmosphere of worship, I have to turn on maybe Hillsong Worship or Travis Green or just something, just to get you in the spirit. It gets you in the mood. So if you don't really like music like that, you should like music. Just try, get music, edify music. That was one thing my mom loved saying growing up. When she sees us, <laughs> is this glorifying God? Is this saying this about God? Because you can't fill your heart with all garbage and all that. It's nice, you know. The funky music gets you in the mood. You're ready to dance. But when it's time to be real, when it's time to talk to God, you don't need that. That's distracting. You need songs that just usher you into God's presence, that brings you in. And lastly, you got to read your Bible. I know this. Because some mornings you rush out. And if you live in Lagos like us, man, some days, except you wake up super early, you just get up and you're out. Even though you have the Bible on your phone, it's not like you sitting down, dissecting it, asking the Holy Spirit to lead you. You can read it on your phone and it's just you just read it and you move on. You read it on the phone because I used to do that. I had a, I still have the Bible app, but then I had like a... I don't know, it was just like reading a plan that was like, read the Bible for a whole year. And it became like, it was this routine. Okay, let's go. You have to finish two chapters and move. There was no, I was just hurrying because I really wanted to finish the Bible in a year. I come from my family. My parents read the Bible. I mean, they finish reading the Bible yearly. So it's like, okay, girl, even my younger brother, okay, girl, you, you have to finish reading your Bible. I haven't. I will. But spending time to read the Bible and just allowing the Lord open your eyes about a chapter. There's some chapters you read like a billion times. And then when you read it again, like, okay, Lord, this is deep. This is something. This is, there's more to it. There's, mm -mm, there's so much. All right. Okay, so to me, I, I, I would like you to just speak to any young girl or guy listening to this podcast that's had a similar past like yours and is just struggling to accept that God loves him or her. The world may judge you, but God doesn't judge you. And the person is even struggling to 
to to find a place in the church because the church sometimes can be judgmental i don't know i i feel so like how what will you see to this kind of person to make the person feel it's okay god loves you you're welcome i mean your past is your past girl that's it so let me see what would i say so i think the most important thing and that was the biggest thing that i needed to understand is start where you are literally for me i thought that ah, let me wait until i'm good small before i come to god and like like you've learned like nothing you ever do if you like arrange all the christian programs go to all their church and sing all the songs read all the bible like you said it will become a routine that's religion but at the end of the day i mean bible says that eternal life is knowing god and his son jesus christ so even here on earth we already have eternal life for people that are in you know relationship with god so i would say start where you are don't be afraid to use the resources around you if you can't pray don't say because i can't pray then that means that i've done something wrong or that means that i cannot like god doesn't accept me sometimes it's just be very honest with god if today like let me lie there sometimes when i'm like ah, god oh like especially so if it comes to like things like sex and i'm being tempted and everything like god ah, i'm feeling this type of way oh, and you have to help me oh, because i don't know how i'm going to like overcome this and if i've done something wrong don't if you've done something wrong don't run away from god after my abortion it took me a year and a half to even feel worthy to come back into God's presence so start where you are don't run away from God and the battle of the mind is the is the biggest battle that you'll probably ever face don't listen to Satan's lies there's so many lies he will try to make you feel guilty of course repent do you understand like if you've done something wrong repent but be open like so god says like for all who repent and come to me like i will welcome like you know he'll welcome you he's you're always welcome it's not even a welcome you back it's we're the ones that do the running like god is always there we're the ones that feel like we're not worthy enough to be in his presence so let me just leave but god is always there the holy spirit is always there and don't think that you have to do it in your own strength it's the holy spirit like jesus left us with the holy spirit for a reason to help us so you know like okay when you're younger and we ha- we all had lesson teacher and the lesson teacher is the pausing that you know okay no now this is how to do it <laughs> you know now the holy spirit now magnified the holy spirit to like a trillion million do you understand so like literally with every little thing don't think that you're doing it in your own power and don't be afraid to use resources i do understand that for some churches unfortunately or for some groups of christians there can be a very judgmental feeling and people looking down on you because you've done xyz but like jesus said with the woman that they caught in adultery let the person now that has no sin let him cast the first stone so you'll be surprised to know what some people have done or what they've been through and some people forget because you know they've received their freedom they've it's been in the past they don't remember it so when they meet people who are struggling with things it's kind of like a this self-righteous um, thing and so people don't feel welcome in the church by the end of the day the church has its good intentions if you know you're comfortable you know 
if you need to talk to someone if you need to talk to a therapist if you need to just write down your feelings any channel is a channel and it's somewhere to start but then always have that desire in your heart that i want to grow from this and i want to you know be in that relationship with god but just don't be afraid to start where you are and if things happen if you sleep if something happens don't feel like that's the end and now you know i have to start again and my life is done no like the devil will and the devil trust me see and the devil is a master strategist like when that, that verse that says you know the thief comes to like steal kill and destroy the devil doesn't show up with you know two red horns and a long red tail and like a poker and be like oh haha i'm here to destroy your life he will do it in the most subtle ways he studies you so the same way that you are building your relationship because the devil is steadily like he has a case file and he's studying you and finding out where are the weak points where is where i can sleep in so most times you will not even be too quick to say i ah, know this is the work of satan but all these lies all these feelings sometimes the devil would even use our own emotions against us and make us feel like god doesn't love us he'll make you feel like you're worthy you're useless it's very hard i know how i know how hard it is because there are days when i even thought where i even think that I, I'm, I'm beyond this and he, he will just find one small loophole and he attacks so it's just always having that mindset that you need to constantly be connected to god and being constantly connected to god doesn't mean that oh and throughout the day i will not now focus on anything else i will not do anything else but it's just understanding that the very core of you is built in god like jesus is the center he's divine where the branches if we're not in him literally we can do nothing so you know that would be my advice is reach out to people don't be afraid of your journey don't be, af be afraid of your process don't be afraid of how long it takes you to get to a certain point because we are in the microwave age we see a lot of especially social media doesn't help you see a lot of people that are hammering or even even there's even jealousy in christendom and it's happened to me before like i see, I see some people that say they are on fire like god is giving them all these words i'm like ah, uh -uh, like god me too now like like god how far now like me too now i need i need some of this but then how does that help you because at the end of the day the relationship is the most important thing if you look at what god has done through the bible through lives of people it, it boils back down to the relationship just focus on your own journey iron sharpness iron that's why it's important for us to fellowship with believers so pray to god to lead you to a bible believing church a group it might not even it might be a fellowship but a group that would accept you for who you are and help you grow in you know in the way that you are and, you know that's how i believe that people you know for people listening out there don't just don't be afraid to speak up um and then you know, I, I guess so if people even need to reach out maybe to me if you're not comfortable um speaking to you know someone that's close to you and you just want to drop me a message or anything like feel free you know um slide into her dms <laughs> I'll put, I'll put her instagram in the description box below yeah yeah but you know feel free and i i mean so it's funny because me to pray for myself and to pray over my own life sometimes is a struggle but intercessory prayer is something that love. i love like i would pray like i can pray for for others <laughs> for africa so you know i would love to pray with anyone would love to talk to anyone any resources that i have as well um you know i would i would love to share but definitely just don't be afraid to reach out to other people don't be afraid to ask for help and most importantly never ever forget so even in your deepest darkest if you need to write it on your board every day that god loves you write it down and look at it even when you don't feel like it 
believe it and just keep saying that to yourself over and over again because his love will get you through anything and his love is life you know like we we all come from that love so that's that's the most important thing is god loves you so no matter how many people you you reach out to and no matter even if you reach out to me there's only so much that i can do you need to believe that god loves you so and i like that she mentioned writing it down writing it down is key i know you may be going through so much i may not be able to relate to all your experiences but writing out the scriptures that you know minister to you god loves you you're loved you you, you're sought after if you listen to my episode about an identity talking about and who are you or adulting with christ i talked about writing out how god sees you and you keep confessing it until it becomes real to you that's it you may have to talk to a therapist or or talk to a couple of people. But just writing that down and just confessing daily until it means a lot to you. Another thing is forming a tribe. But I think it helps when you have a tribe of people around you that are like you, can help you, or can encourage you. They may not understand what you're going through. Not all your friends who share like similar experiences or understand your hurt. But they're just there for you, you know. Whenever you're at your lowest, you know you have some friends that you can call or people on, on standby and one advice i would give even though I, I i really think it's a very helpful advice is have friends you know that know your struggle like be super vulnerable about it and they can assist you take for instance maybe you're struggling with your self-worth you don't know how you're feeling you're not excited about life you can just tell one or two of your friends and maybe they encourage you send you scriptures send you words tell you things to make you feel good so form your tribe it's very essential have people that you can be open with have people that you can talk about you can even follow people that have and gone through stuff that you've gone through just to see how they dealt with it it might not be the same thing it might obviously no one has like the same identical life but it's just good when you have people around you that just encourage you you know a nice church go to a church don't be in a hurry to just join any church or go because of all the paparazzi just go because the holy spirit leads you god is there for you god loves you god always wants to show up for you and it's so exciting to have tommy on this show and i truthfully had no idea what we we're going to talk about this morning i was freaking out i'd written some questions but i was like lord i don't know what you you want to tell me on this show so that means they are gonna lead us how it goes so yeah so far it's been amazing Okay, so tell me, and what's your favorite Bible scripture or scriptures? Okay, so um, Hebrews 4, um, 15 to 16 in the Amplified Version. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how he feels to be human in every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin. Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace, that is the throne of God's gracious favor, with confidence and without fear, so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in time of need, an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Hallelujah. That's, I mean... So I have, I mean, I have others, and then I think it's Romans 8, like that's one to that's to the one where that says, you know, nothing, no, nothing can ever separate you from the love of God, you know, that one is very important to me. But this one reminds me that, see, God, God is a master planner. It, it just reminds me that 
he puts in so much thoughts into our salvation and into reconciling us to him because he could have really said you know i have all the power my son is here you know the holy spirit is here and we're just going to you know do a lot of work in heaven and then wipe away all the sins and everybody you know will be back and will kind of he could have erased everything back to day one g gets and started over and said now i will put you know a desire in my people's hearts he could have done all of that but he just understand the depth like he created us you understand he wanted us to have dominion here on earth and when he saw that you know what my people have gone astray he thought about it so far that the only way is to have someone that comes and goes through the same process of living on earth of going through the same struggles do you understand like so i mean we constantly really know that like jesus you know temptation but when i re i'm like jesus has so much power like jonas I, I mean we have a snippet like because we're created in his own image and that's having the holy spirit and you know there's so much power that we have in us that we are yet to unlock but every time i think about the fact that god took so much time and he paid so much attention to detail and that jesus lived in this world yes he wasn't tempted or i mean he didn't fall to temptation but he went through the temptation so when i'm tempted with different things in life it's not something that is new to Jesus do you understand he's been through it and then the fact that I can honestly just go to God which is something that was hard for me at first because I thought ah, but you have to be perfect now like if not how else will you be reconciled with God and how else will you live Christ dying for me it means that I am righteous in him So Christ dying for me means that I am righteous in him. So when people ask me, oh, are you a righteous woman? Yes. I mean, Christ has died for me. Like, I'm the, the righteousness of Christ. Do you understand? But this phrase just reminds me that, look, I can honestly just go to God. If I am struggling with lying, I am struggling with masturbation, I'm struggling with cheating, I'm struggling with anything it might not be like okay today you used to lie and then tomorrow you know you know you're now you know you're just a perfect girl but <laughs> it reminds me that i can approach god as i am because he is the one that helps me he's the one that is merciful towards me he's the one that gives me the grace and you know so a lot of people talk about this oh don't abuse grace and don't you know and so i, I understand how that is because but you have to be so far removed for you to, you know, sin and not repent and not realize that what you've done is a sin. But that's but what I think is that grace is so beautiful because you have not lost your salvation if you sleep. Do you understand? You have not I mean yeah, if you if you now say, Okay, I don't believe in God and blah 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 yeah, maybe you know, you now you get to a different level. But if I make a mistake today, I can go to God and just be like, see this is where i am this is what i have done i realize that i have sinned i repent help me but it's just important for me to know so for the i mean i think there was a time where for like two weeks and you know you were saying something about you know reading the whole bible in the end it can be routine and sometimes it can be one verse that god uses to deal with you and just to help you understand a certain truth for at some point this verse for like two weeks every day 
multiple times a day i was reading it because i was struggling with you know this whole thought of i have to do something to to earn god's love and to be perfect or god cannot understand how i'm feeling or do you understand and it's it's a scam you know <laughs> a longer shot it's a scam Okay, I have many favorite vice- verses. I think I love Exodus fourteen fourteen. Okay, the light, the Lord will fight for you, and you will hold your peace. Mm. Yeah. That word came through for me in twenty eleven, and I think that's still my favorite scripture. I have so many others, but that comes through. So now we're done with all the heavy stuff. We're gonna chill and talk about what's your self care routine, and this is just general. Like, what do you like to do for fun to unwind? This is crazy Lagos. How do you stay? being a baby girl i'm in a christian baby girl <laughs> yeah you know because we got a slate sorry <laughs> i don't know where that came from i'm very random but um hmm. i love 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 watching plays um yeah so it helps me yes like i'm like terracotta and even before they came out with this nice big theater like there was they had that little room in the back where they used to do like plays like back in the days i love watching plays i love watching movies unfortunately like you know i feel like our cinema life in nigeria still has a lot to get to but you know we're trying we're trying small i love watching movies um yes and i love yes it's one of my happy places and actually so I don't. I wouldn't say like nature, nature. So I'm not like a hiking. I'm not like a hiking addict. But I'm. I, I'm in touch. Um, for the longest time, I couldn't not do something without being with like two or three people. And when um, I needed to get to know myself, I um, I started doing things on my own. So now I think I've gotten to the other extreme where I can do everything on my own. I can travel on my own. But you know, I'm still in touch with you know with my social side but you know um plays movies and i like eating like girl there's so many nice restaurants in lagos so i literally plan like if i haven't been to a place like you know and i, I plan reviews on EDL. no joke like i will read reviews on edl and i will go there but i remember at, at some point that was something that really meant a lot to me just I didn't know who I was. Do you understand? Like I didn't, I didn't understand me. And so sometimes it would just be going to eat somewhere and sitting down. And it would be funny because I remember, I distinctly remember one, one, one moment. There were there was like a table of seven people next to me, and I'm sure they were looking at me like, oh, this person doesn't have anybody, you know, to eat with no friend. But it was important, you know, to me. And then going to see a movie alone. The first time I did it, let me know. Like when I go home, I cried because I. I mean, so, so, but now eh, I'm like, I beg, I'm going to watch a movie alone. Like, don't disturb me. Like, I can focus on the movie, and I'm a comic buff as well. So, I mean, but you know, Marvel for life, yeah. But you know, I'm a comic. I mean, DC, you know, they are okay, okay. but Marvel, yeah, like, yeah. So, I'm a comic buff. So, plays, um, I love like places like Lekki Conservation Center, and I love traveling if I can, if I can around Lagos. So there's a couple of um, tour groups. Um, Social Prefect, I, I love her. Um, but there's a couple of tour groups that go around, you know, Nigeria. So if people can, or even if you can get together, it's just a good way for you to get out there and relax. Hmm, tell me. I found someone that will be going to restaurants together. Let's spend this. <laughs> Let's spend all the money. Oh, 
lovely. But it's so nice because I, I don't know. I feel like we're sisters in my mind because I like work, watching movies alone. But well, how are we going to do it now? Because we go together, that means we, are like, we don't get to watch the movies alone. But it's nice. And funny, when I go with my friends, that's cool. Well, I just mind going alone. I don't see it as anything. And it's just you. you. It's so much fun. And as you as you get, would I say older? We're the same age. We're about twenty-eight. You just discover that you really want to know who you are, especially now that you're unmarried. I mean, you're just working, and there's so many things I'm struggling to unlearn. All those habits and all those funny things you don't even know about yourself. But when you spend time alone, and when you just get to enjoy yourself and all the stuff you like to do, watching plays, movies, going to eat, yeah, I love food too. You know. I wish my bank account was set up in a different way. Because, girl, <laughs> travel money. If somebody would just give me like a blank check for travel and for food, and I'm not even saying I don't even I'm not even saying like first class travel because all that money I will channel it into so many countries. But just give me some economy or some you know coach if it was a train, and just as long as I can go somewhere and just ex- like explore the world, and then just give me blank food money. I'm not even talking like oh, I want to go and spend in twenty thousand naira, like you know. I'm not talking about gourmet all the time. Like, if it means that you are giving me a while going at a very nice place, just give me 500 naira to go. <laughs> like, I'm- yay! So, this is the end of the podcast. Wow, I've had so much fun. I can't even lie. It's been long. Thank you so much, Tommy, for being on the show, for agreeing to come, for, for showing up and telling your story and giving a part of yourself to the listeners of this podcast. I pray God blesses you replenishes all that was lost or all that the locusts had eaten in the past and God grant you a bigger platform to share your story, to bring people to the knowledge of Christ and just make you the best version of yourself. That's such a nice prayer. Like, wow, that made me emotional. I mean, thank you so much, like, Yvonne. And I have to say, like, I mean, obviously, like, so I knew that you followed me, but when you sent me a DM, I was like, God, like... Like, what am I going to talk about? And what if, like, this is too much? But, you know, like you said, everything does happen for a reason. And God, you know, works. Like, he works his ways. And it's crazy because, I mean, at some point, I even asked my youth pastor, I'm like, how am I going to share my story? And because she would always say, you know, it's time. Like, God needs you to step out. And there's so many people whose healing is dependent on your sharing their story or your story. And now, you know, it's happened. So thank you. I mean, I'm so grateful. I also pray that God gives you the wisdom because it's very inspiring to to see you be able to step out and to, and whether or not you like it, this is being vulnerable. The fact that you're able to take that step and do what you do, I mean, the podcast. So I pray that God gives you the wisdom and the grace to keep bringing people's stories to others. And that just your heart's desires in line with his will will come true in Jesus' name. So I'm so happy. Thank you. Yay. Don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, share with your friends, give a review on iTunes. Thank you very much. And I look forward to the next episode of Beautiful Man Podcast.